Washington week. Uh, we all look forward to this, whether we're having a good season or bad season. Well, we'll talk about a few things here that could possibly happen um, or we want to happen here. All right. Let's get into it. Thank you for tuning into the Armchair Champion podcast. This is Tori, the Armchair Champion. Um, I'm coming to you all just to briefly uh, just discuss a couple of things about the uh, upcoming game against the uh, Washington Commanders in uh, Arlington, Texas, uh, Sunday at uh, 12 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, well, as usual, it's the same rivalry game. I think they're going to play us close. Um, I'm expecting. Defensively, I'm expecting the uh, Cowboys to come out swing. I'm expecting us to uh, go at the uh, offensive line fast, hard, frequently, and basically from a lot of different angles. If you observe the Philadelphia Eagles game against the Washington Commanders, um, Carson Wentz was under duress. He was sacked, um, what was it, nine times, I believe. But I mean, he was definitely he was taken down a multitude of times in that game. Um, I, however, expect Washington to try better and try harder to protect Carson Wentz. So I'm not expecting the same team to field that fielded against the Eagles that gave up nine sacks. So I'm pretty sure they're probably drawing up protections and things of that nature, uh, maybe implement some max protection, try to keep Carson Wentz's pocket clean. But we've seen this Dallas Cowboys defense um, perform. They performed against the uh, Giants. Uh, they performed well. Um, they kept Daniel Jones under a lot of pressure in that game. And sure, he broke off and ran. Um, that's because the line was actually able to get the middle open in some instances because we were coming off of the edges. Um, it would get difficult at times when we actually left a spy in to spy Daniel Jones. And I figured that was something they needed to do at halftime because he kept running for first downs up the middle. I was thinking that they had to put a spy in there to keep Daniel Jones at bay from running. Um, I said myself, if you keep the game in Daniel Jones's hands, then, you know, you can win the game because, you know, Daniel Jones can't exactly rely on others. I will say the Cowboys did a great job against Saquon Barkley, even though he had his one break one, which I always figure he gets at least one of those a game, one long run. And after that, you know, Cowboys kind of roll them up a bit, you know, but the Cowboys definitely have to work on that 
middle, like because Carson Wentz will pitch out and run too. Um, so we have to keep an eye on Carson Wentz doing that if things break down around him at the edges. But like I said, I fully expect the uh, commanders to uh, draw up a plan that's going to try to protect Wentz better. But we have this guy that wears number 11 named Micah Parsons. You can line up anywhere on that field and he's going to find a way to get home. So they're going to be looking for him. But I don't think they'll be able to stop him. (laughs) Um, So basically, I think he's definitely going to play a hand in getting back there and disrupting that pocket for Carson Wentz. Um, So just moving around Micah and, you know, putting him in different places, keeping Carson Wentz guessing or where it's coming from. That's going to help to sort of counter that protection, you know, because if the protection breaks down, you'll get to him. So. The thing I would say, as far as that pass rush, the thing we have to likely monitor the most is keeping a spy on Carson Wentz because if he can pitch off and run like into the middle, even on the edge, we want to be able to either stop it or, you know, we want to stop it at the edge. If he tries to roll out and pitch off and run, if he tries to run a bootleg at any point in time, or if he just tries to break up the middle, if the middle clears out, I think we need to have a spy somewhere in the secondary. You know, maybe either one of our linebackers, um, or someone like Donovan Wilson or Malik Hooker or someone of that nature. So I, I think that we need to be able to um, keep an eye on him. Their running game is not anything to sneeze at either. So either way, we definitely have to keep an eye on all of their runners. They have a few runners and we have to make sure that their run defense up the middle is good. We also have to be able to um, keep them from effectively running, put the game in Wentz's hands. But this is where we're going to need the corners to step up because we've got uh, guys like McLaurin and uh, you've got a uh, Jahan Dotson uh, and those guys can burn you. So we have to watch that too. So we can't give Wentz the time to set up in the pocket to throw to either of those guys. So the corners have to definitely keep on point. And I think if it forces Carson Wentz to have to pitch off and run, uh, we need somebody spying to make sure that he doesn't. Um, defensively, those are things I think we need to do for um, the Dallas Cowboys to keep the commanders at bay. Offensively, what the Cowboys should be doing Uh, I think the Cowboys should stick with uh, running more, setting up for the run. I believe that uh, the tandem with Tyler Smith and Jason Peters at left tackle and left guard, respectively, worked out very well when they actually ran it, Um, especially when they had like a receiver or a tight end, someone assisting with the blocking that helped to uh, shore up the edge and helped like for a Tony Pollard who can get around the edge quick. Um, excuse me, quickly to get those big off tackle runs. So I think that worked out definitely, at least on the left side. Um, but I think there should be more running, you know, not just running between the A and B gaps. I think there should be, you know, more running, just mix it up a bit, you know, to pull the guard every now and then. I, I think that the offensive game plan needs more running, you know, and that we can more control the passing game. I believe that the playbook is more tailored to the backup. And I think it's probably more scaled down. So there's not a whole lot going on or a whole lot trying to be done. Um, 
I also believe that Mike McCarthy had more say in the game plan, which is why we saw more effective running and, you know, maybe more running than we might have. But I believe that we should probably run more um, scheme, the blocking and you know, run up, draw a place to run more. Why? Because if the defense for the commander starts to cheat down into the box, you know, they drop in a safety or something of that nature, then you can start planning to spread them out and maybe go up top on some of the plays, you know, as opposed to letting them just sit in a shell look and you take what they give you, even if it's nothing. And we also saw a couple, and I would say considerably less gadget hook and ladder plays but the ones we saw against the Giants they lost yards so I believe that that's one thing that gives me reason to believe that gives credence to believe that Mike McCarthy had more of a say in the game plan than normal so if we can stay away from throwing in a lot of you know, throwing in gadget plays or trying to run gadget plays or trying to force gadget plays, we can stick to what works. If we can get a running game established, if we can get it moving and keep the commander's defense on their heels and stick to what's working. If we can line up and dare them to stop us, if we can go from there, I think that'll open things up for, you know, more comfortable passing game as opposed to running shell and just trying to take what's given or trying to let a scheme work where you have guys who can, if they can beat their man on the other end, let them. Get them the ball if you can. You know, let them get that opportunity to get the rock. Don't try to scheme them or say this isn't supposed to happen in this break at this time. No. If they can beat their man, get them the ball. What can move the offense? And we have to score in the red zone. I can't stress that enough. We have to score in the red zone. Red zone scoring has been a handicap for a few years now. Um, Seems like we're good in between the 20s, but when we reach the red zone, uh, that's when things start to fall apart or we get cute and then we lose yards. Next thing you know, hey, we're kicking a field goal. Um, we have to take advantage of those opportunities, especially with a guy like uh, Kevante Turpin, who's been a blessing on special teams when it comes to field position. Even though he hasn't hit that home run yet, and I believe I believe he'll get a chance to hit one that's coming this game. But even though he hasn't hit that home run yet, hadn't made that house call yet, he has definitely helped with the Cowboys winning the field position battle. So... If you get in those positions and you get into the red zone, you have to do what you can to score. Uh, you, you can't try to trick the defense. You have to run at the defense. You have to go at the defense. You can't try to trick the defense. These are things that have to happen and <laughs> not happen, you know, as far as trying to trick the defense. But this basically what I believe would help to uh, win the game. Um, you know, myself, I've been through, you know, social media and then, you know, joining a couple of groups and chats and things of that nature throughout the week. Some feel like this could be a trap game. Um, honestly, like I said, they play us tough. You know, all the rivalry games, division games, including the ones against the commanders, they play us very tough. They play the Cowboys very hard. Like they get up for those games. So I warned that if one or two plays go the wrong way or one or two 
mistakes get made, then they could devolve into a trap game. So I will leave room for that. I will respect, you know, I do respect that opinion because, you know, hey, you know, just because I believe that we can win doesn't mean I also don't believe that it could go a different way because any you know the saying the old cliche any given Sunday you know it goes two ways you know you could either win or you could lose you could make the mistake that costs the game or you can make the play that wins the game either way you can swing the game toward anyone's momentum anyone's favor at any given time on any given Sunday during any given play so I do recognize that that could happen. Again, like I said, we're talking about the Cowboys. <laughs> We've had plenty of games and plenty of situations where anything could and did happen. So it could, you know, like I said, it depends on, you know, whether the right or wrong mistake is made, the right or wrong play is made, you know, whatever might swing the pendulum in the favor of the commanders. It could devolve into a trap game from there. We've seen games that were winnable with the Cowboys. One or two mistakes backed up by another mistake. And next thing you know, the Cowboys are are on the losing side of that effort. But I believe that they're going to play us tough. And I and like I said, I, I think we can win, but it also lends itself to the to the chance more so of being a track game because you know we saw the game last week and the last thing we want is for this team to get comfortable and think that what happened to them against the Eagles is going to happen against us so I'd say that is contingent upon how the players perceive playing the commanders whether it could be a trap game or not but I agree there is room for it to potentially be a trap game but I'm going to call for my gut feeling, which I believe the Cowboys will win. It'll be close, but the Cowboys can win. So that that's how I feel about that game. And my score prediction is going to be, uh, I'd say, 37-21 for the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, uh, it's going to be close at first, but I think the Cowboys might hit that break or hit that moment or get that play where they begin to break away, but it's going to be close for a good portion of the game. That's what I'm stating there. That That's what I mean by they're going to play close. They're going to play us tough throughout the game. But I believe the Cowboys might get that play, that moment that helps them pull away from the commanders. So my prediction is 37-21 for the Dallas Cowboys. And I hope that they can pull off just that. So that's basically how I feel about the uh, Cowboys um, in the game. Um, that's how I feel what we need to do to win uh, offensively and defensively. Um, I will say also that we should not take the defense on the commanders for granted either, you know, because they've got a pretty decent front four. Um, they've got a couple of decent linebackers, so we have to make sure that they don't uh, apply the pressure on our line or force the line in or force the line into um, bad decisions because we do have to work on those penalties. Uh, it's still a problem, still a sore spot, and I'm surprised that that hasn't been reprimanded on the position coach by now that's that's unacceptable in my eyes that's unacceptable the same unit keeps making the same mistakes and i know that (laughs) you've got a few young people there but again the same unit that was in large part together 
last year and the year before, keeps making the same mistakes. Every time you get a good play, a mistake draws back to a negative play. And then the drive ends and dies there. So at some point, the accountability has to come in. And yes, you hold the players accountable, but are they being held accountable by the man who's coaching them? So accountability for the coach of that position has not kicked in. And I'm I wouldn't I want to say I'm shocked, but at the same time, I'm kind of not shocked. So that's pretty much the way that goes. Either way, at some point, this has to be addressed. But we should not take the commander's front seven for granted. And I believe we can win half the battle there. Let our defense do what they do. And then we get something working on offense. Make it work. Keep letting it work. Dare them to stop it. Those are keys to victory. I'm going to go ahead and jump off. Um, I will talk to you all uh, after this game at some point in time during the week. And uh, we'll go from there. We'll see what we have to look forward to in the next game coming up. So I'll jump off. And until then, you all take care. God bless. I'll see you on the sidelines. And thank you for listening. Peace.